0: Hey team, welcome into another episode of Pro Tips with Serena Fit. I am Serena and we are in season two. So thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for following me. Thanks for listening and sharing. Hopefully uh, you find these helpful. So today we're talking about ditching a negative mindset. And this was actually my most popular episode from season one. Um, so I wanted to revisit it. And you know it's always good to hear things over again. So if you haven't heard that first one or maybe you listened to it once and I uh, kind of forgot about it. Go back to season one and click replay on that initial video, and today we're kind of taking a part two on ditching a negative mindset. Now, for those of you who know Serena Fit, my company, my brand, my wellness brand, I founded it on three pillars, essentially. It's fitness, nutrition, and mindfulness. And you know, over time, hopefully I can develop a little more content around redefining what those three words really mean to us aside um, you know getting away from what the industry has pushed on us in terms of definition you know we often think of fitness as working out and weight loss and bodybuilding or hit training for weight loss it's all connected to weight loss right and then nutrition is always like uh like just a rough topic to kind of even touch on because it's always that 1200 calorie diet low carb atkins keto restriction 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 And mindfulness seems to kind of fall off the map, right? People think meditation is sitting with your legs crossed, humming with your hands on your knees, and it just simply really isn't any of those things, okay? So hopefully we can start redefining what these three things mean and how it translates to our world. But if there's one thing, an umbrella topic, if you will, that really hovers over all things health and wellness related, it is a mindfulness practice, which mindset is really included, right? So this is tip one here on ditching a negative mindset. It's establishing a mindfulness practice to become aware. So what do I do on the daily? I help clients become aware of habits, bad habits, poor sleep patterns, um, ignoring things that continuously go on like um, feelings of overwhelm or unhappiness or negativity, uh, victim mindset, or a um, lack mindset. Um, We think that there is really no light at the end of the tunnel at times. There's just a lot of things that we want to become aware of through our mindfulness practice so we can start making changes. Now, a lot of us think we want one thing, and then when it comes to go time, we kind of lose motivation, we kind of lose focus. And with a mindfulness practice instilled and established during those moments of um, just feeling lost, frustrated, exhausted, and tired, our mindfulness practice kind of kicks in, right? So when we start meditating, when we start journaling, when we start joining support groups or even going to therapy or addressing mental health issues like anxiety um, or insomnia, depression, or ADHD, things like this, When we start addressing these things, things start changing, right? But we only can start doing that when we become aware of them and then actively want to step into change, right? So ask yourself today, what does your mindfulness practice look like? What does your meditation practice look like? Are you breathing? Have you tried breathing exercises? Are you researching new meditations that target the problem? meditation for anxiety, meditation for PTSD, meditation for trauma, step into this world of self healing. That's what this is, right? Post COVID and just living in 2022 now coming up. Honestly, we have to prescribe a mindfulness practice just like we would feed our bodies and wash our bodies. This is a non-negotiable. And let's set the standard today to make that stick okay we want to become more aware so we can rid ourselves and our minds and our environments of negativity negative people toxic people toxic relationships toxic products that's another topic but this toxicity that comes in all different forms can weigh on us and literally store in our bodies in our muscles and create blockages for us to just feel s- stumped and stuck. So let's commit to this. Let's commit to reestablishing our mindfulness routine and our mindfulness routine in order to ditch our negative mindset. Now, just real quick, let's remind ourselves when you have a positive mindset and an abundant mindset and an appreciative and grateful mindset, what really starts coming into play? things start maybe happening for you. Maybe the universe starts working in favor for you. Maybe you're smiling and meeting strangers you normally wouldn't have. Or maybe your relationships with your children are improving and you have a happier home life and they want to get involved with more community things. And because you're in a happy place, you go and become part of the community as well. And who knows what doors can open. We literally don't know what any day will really hold for us, but I do know that we are in control of ourselves so remind yourself what a positive, healthy mindset looks like and all of the abundance that I can bring into your space. Okay. So tip number two here is to reaffirm or revisit your goals. Um, what are those goals? What are you working towards and why? And if you reach those goals, how will that change your world? Working towards something tangible and realistic and reasonable is very healthy But working towards something that's kind of ambiguous or ongoing that just really doesn't have an end date, I think can be pretty tough for the person who struggles with a negative mindset or feels like they're always trying to claw themselves to the top of the mountain to never reach the top. Okay, so what are you working towards right now? And this doesn't have to be weight related or fitness related. It can be something completely different. Maybe you want to clean out those photos that have been sitting in your closet for the past 10 years. Maybe you want to... Um, get back into volunteering with your place of worship. Maybe you really need to start dedicating one night a month to a date night, so you can, you know, reconnect with your partner. What are you working towards that improves your mindset, that improves your world, that makes you feel happy and excited every day? You know, every day is not going to be perfect, and you're are all going to have bad days, but you want those bad days to be pretty. Um, few and far between, right? So reaffirm your goals, revisit them, and then get excited about them. Because just like imagine if you met that goal after three weeks instead of four weeks, whatever that is, maybe it's a monetary goal. Maybe it's a fundraising goal. Maybe it's something else, you know? Maybe it's a meal prep goal. Whatever it is, get excited about hitting these small, tangible goals, and then check that box, be excited, and let that be like a lily pad to launch you into the next goal. And start working towards that because now we're like, we're like stacking, we're like stacking our, um, our habits in a way. And we're also stacking motivation, right? Like one really successful few week, one block of time, you know, one successful time block can really launch you into the next and that can create ongoing motivation and inspiration. So there's really no break in the longevity of your Um, goal setting. And that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Also get comfortable with affirmations and saying, I am okay. Like I am happy. I am rich. I am powerful. I am a leader. I am a great mother. I am attracting abundance. Get into that space versus I want, I need. Okay. So that's just another quick tip to kind of change up how you're pitching this to yourself. And uh, tip number three. Okay. This is a, this is a good one. And this is to sweat. Now, I want to just take us back to the beginning of the year, uh, February. I really wanted to lift heavy. So last time I started lifting heavy weights, like bodybuilding status was 2014. I ended up um, overtraining and it wasn't a good place. My nutrition wasn't matched and my coach really wasn't helpful. So I ended up getting to a bad place, but I kind of left that and then I went in and out of HIIT training. I got into running a little bit and then I kind of fell off during COVID. And I wanted to reestablish my fitness in a way that made sense for me as a 35, now 36 year old woman who has overtrained shoulder and hip joints, all these things. So I reached out to a friend and we started lifting heavy again at home. Uh, the heaviest I was lifting was 30 pounds, so um, 60 total for deadlifts and squats. Um, and it was really helpful my body composition, composition, composition changed, but I realized that I wasn't managing stress. So my cortisol levels were spiking and my body was becoming inflamed. So note that I really wasn't sweating when I lift heavy. Like when I lift heavy, I'm not like dripping sweat. Like I would, if I was doing a hit interval on the bike or a run or like, a like any type of mat work where there was like, you know, hit involved, like mountain climbers or uh, burpees or something. Um, and I realized that I was so focused on lifting weights and I wasn't having like any fun after five months. So I did that for about five months and I hit some goals. And then I was like, I need something different. I'm just not feeling awesome. So I scaled back on the heavy lifting and I incorporated more um, low impact, like bar Pilates and just like lower weight stuff, like five and eight pounds. And I'm in a really good place. And now I've actually added a stationary bike. I bought one off Amazon for 250 bucks. It's called Yosuda, Y-O-S-U-D-A. Check them out, Christmas gift. Um, and I started doing hit rides like on my own. I would just like listen to my, my iPad and like watch a show and like just get on the bike. And whether I do five miles like pretty rigorous or like a hit class, I'm sweating more. And I've been doing this for the last couple months and I've noticed that like my mindset has completely changed and why, for a few reasons, there's an endorphin release when when we start sweating when we start maybe doing zumba or dance cardio or a hit class that is you know that makes sense for you um, that's easy on the joint, something that gets the heart rate up, and you're actually sweating like you're wiping sweat from your brow and let's not forget that sweat is a natural detoxification. We want to sweat, okay we want to get out extra heavy metals and toxins and things like that. And this is a way to do it. Listen to music, dance, you know, um, upbeat music, and just remind yourself that this is a true endorphin release. When we have that endorphin release, you hear this written about and talked about for years and years and years, but be sure to add this into your repertoire. So definitely pick up those weights. Definitely incorporate low impact mid-body strength training on the floor whatever version that is for you, bar Pilates, like I mentioned, and then sweat it out, maybe just for 10 or 15 minutes, a couple times a week, but that can absolutely motivate you to do more, be more and want more for yourself. And I really just, uh, I feel passionate about that. Having gone through that over the past eight months. So think about these three things today, guys, establishing a mindfulness practice, to become more aware, stepping into change to eventually ditch your negative mindset or improve it at the very least, to reaffirm your goals, okay? Set those goals, set reasonable short-term goals for now. You can have long-term, but I think I think we're all working on like a very short-term <laughs> mental capacity basis right now. Um so you can you know, you can even do 24 hour goals. Don't forget, you know, there's just, there's just something to hold yourself accountable. Right. And if you're working with me, I'm holding you accountable on multiple levels for the people who, who are working with me, you guys know, but if you're on your own, just take a peek at what you want to do. What's something that's reasonable, reflect on it for a minute and just try to get away from like the weight loss Try to, think some, try to think of something else that's a little bit more beneficial for your mental health and your mental well-being that can eventually lead to maybe some weight loss. But what are habits you can change that support a positive mindset, the cultivation of a positive mindset? And then also throwing in quick affirmations like, I am rich. I am powerful. I am abundant. I am attracting good things. Um, I am releasing stress and negativity, et cetera. And then tip number three is sweat it out. Natural detox endorphin release. And listen to some music as you're popping around town. Give yourself a little high five, like be your biggest cheerleader. Honestly, no one's going to do this for you. You know, Mel Robbins, one of my favorite motivational speakers, uh, she always says, you know, no one's coming. No one's coming for you. <laughs> you know, we have our support systems, but you know, on the day to day, minute to minute basis, we're we're constantly making one decision after the next. And we have to step into our own power and be our biggest cheerleader and pick ourselves up off the couch sometimes and really practice certain levels of discipline in order to get some shit done and feel good about it and then brag about it at your next happy hour. All right, so thanks for listening. This podcast is a little bit shorter by a minute, but please like, share, comment, repost, reach out to me. As usual, you know where to find me at serenafit.com or serena at serenafit.com. If you'd like to start coaching, let's get after it. There's a new client application in my Instagram bio. So if you're serious about reestablishing your fitness, mindfulness, and nutrition practices and routines, let's get after it, let's do it. I'm only working with people who are dead serious about making change. All right. Thanks for listening, team. This is Serena. Have a good one. Bye.